Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. What's up, AfterBuzzers, and welcome to the Demon Slayer After Show. Today, we're talking episodes 11 and 12, and we have a special guest in the house. Woo! Welcome, Bryce. Happy to be here. Uh, and then we'll go around and introduce the other hosts. My name is Terry Lane, and I'm joined by Veronica. Hey, everyone. And Ollie. Hey, everyone. And then we have a live chat going. If you're watching this live, join us in the chat. Have your questions for Bryce. And if you're watching later, no worries. Comment down below. All right, so let's first, I wanted to say a huge shout out. The, um, we also covered the My Hero Academia after show a little bit ago and the dubbed just released the last two episodes, 87 and 88. So shout out to Zeno, his episodes aired. Yay. Uh, and then also we got to see the voice for Mirko, which also is voiced by, um, I was, let me grab her name. Uh, but it was exciting for this announcement, especially right now with Black Lives Matter, because they're voice actors who are actually voicing characters that um, for people of color voicing anime characters related to that. So that was very exciting. I'm just going to grab this real quick. Um, what do you guys think of the news while I'm grabbing this name? Yeah, no, I think. Oh, no, go ahead. Veronica. Please. Uh, I mean, I was say it's very exciting news, you know, representation in all forms of media, not just live action, even in anime with voice acting, it matters. You know, people watching this obviously want to see people who look and sound like them in these roles. And so it's just a huge step in the right direction. We're very excited to see these actors in these roles. And it's a very great thing. Like I said, re- representation matters. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome because they're probably just so excited and they've been waiting for their dub to be aired, you know, and they've, I think I they've, they've had to wait so long and the, the dub came out, what, months ago? And so, like, they finally get to put it out there to the universe during, you know, we're still recovering from this pandemic. So it just meant, must be the world to them and just big, big congrats. I was listening to, like, a clip of Zeno uh, of him as Hawk. So it's just, it's awesome. It's great. It's just what we need like right now to uplift us and also uplift the talented voice actors. And recording from home is no joke, guys. I can speak from experience. And uh, I I heard uh, a little clip of that, that dub that came out too. And everyone sounds amazing. So hats off to everyone involved. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, So the name, and I apologize if I put it, butcher it, it's Anaris. Um, so A-N-A-I-R-I-S and you can find her online of an R-S underscore Q so she's voiced Mirko we were talking a lot about our favorite rabbit lady mm-hmm. uh, and Zeno I know was a big fan so <laughs> <laughs> I was glad to see that that finally came out all right um, so let's dive into these episodes Ollie so you're new to the watching Demon Slayer and 
by the way, everybody watching, we're only covering these episodes, so please no spoilers. You've all been doing an amazing job of not getting ahead of ourselves. Uh, so, Ollie, what did you think of these two episodes in the mansion? Yeah, this mansion drove me nuts. I'm like, what is the deal with this mansion? But it's cool to kind of also be introduced to two, not new characters, but characters we've been seeing a lot in like uh, the, the, the opening, which is so iconic. I love the opening. You know, I love me and my anime openings. But it's cool to just see Tanjiro interact with these new characters, even though one of them is just so annoying. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, not you, Bryce. <laughs> but definitely proved himself at one point in episode 12, was it? But um, yeah, it's interesting. I, I, you know, I've, I've been talking about how I, I really like instantly loved this show as soon as I got done watching the first episode. So I'm like, okay, get a, give us more characters, give us more creepy demons. And that's what these two episodes definitely brought this week. Yes, Veronica. And though these episodes were definitely very fun. Um, kind of like Ollie said, we're finally being introduced to these characters that, you know, if you have or haven't seen the show, you've at the very least seen these characters all over social media because of how much people love them. So it was fun to finally get introduced to them. Um, Zenitsu is a very anxious boy, and I feel for <laughs> him. Um, but what was great, I mean, obviously we get to see more of Tanjiro and kind of how he's learning to fight as a demon slayer, but I also did love getting to meet these characters because uh, Bryce, I'm not entirely sure, they haven't said at least so far in these two episodes if your character is indeed a demon slayer. I think Tanjiro was just speculating. But if that is the case, then him and Zenitsu are obviously very different. You know, it just kind of shows that demon slayers are not all born from the same cloth. You know, they have different personalities. They kind of go into this job thinking very differently from each other. And it was kind of nice to see that, see just kind of how each demon slayer goes about doing their job, being a demon slayer. Yeah, Inosuke is definitely different than everybody else. And I, I love that so much about him. And in these episodes, I mean, he literally just springs into the show um, and starts slicing up demons right away. So I was all about it. When I first saw the character and uh, I, I watched the show in sub before I uh, had the opportunity to audition, it's one of those shows for you guys who haven't watched the whole thing. It's really hard to wait week by week. Um, it kind of sucks you in and you just want to watch another episode and another episode. So I watched the entire show um, before I got the audition. And when I saw Inosuke for the first time, I just fell in love um, with, you know, a few different things about him. One, he's just insane. And second, um, the seiyu who plays him is Mr. Matsuoka, who also plays another character you guys might know, Kirito. Um, so we we share that role, and it's it's been really amazing to share another role with him, especially something that is just so different from the other things I've heard him in. Uh, so I was I was definitely up for the challenge, and did some pretty crazy things in the booth, and uh, kind of preparing for this role that I had never done before. So good times. Yeah, your character has a lot of laughing and a lot of yelling. How was that? <laughs> Well, I'm used to yelling. That's one thing I've become accustomed to with some of the other roles I've played. Aaron Yeager. Um, Kirito, Aaron. I mean, these these guys speak in screaming. Uh, I, I knew I, uh, I I was in for the, the long haul on that one. Um, but he's, you know, 
on top of the yelling, it's the intensity of everything. Like literally every line is yelled. And uh, I, I play a lot of younger sounding characters. And I think it's because my voice hasn't changed since middle school. Um, so to, to become Inosuke, I mean, he, he sounds much deeper than my speaking voice. I, I had to do a few things that I just hadn't normally done. So the first week of recording, I blew out my voice. I had a couple episodes, blew out my voice, discovered that I needed to actually do a vocal warm-up for this character. Mm. And it's it's not something I normally do. I just kind of jump in the booth and listen to a couple refs and become my characters. But for Inosuke, I really needed to warm up before my session. So uh, here's, here's what I do. I jump in my car, sit in bumper-to-bumper traffic, you know, pull up next to <laughs> and then <get> it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's great. It's a good book. <laughs> so just a you know, little bit of laughing, pull up next to people and they'd go, no, no. Um, so it's good times. So I, I do that first. And then I also discovered something that, that really changed my voice quality. Um, and, and I don't have this here with me now, so I might not sound exactly like I did as Inosuke, but I would pour the darkest cup of coffee possible. Like there's those pod machines in the studio and I would pour like the smallest pour. So it's just like this black hole of disgusting muck. Um, and then I'd get this terrible thing in the booth and take a sip and it, it just makes you angry when you drink coffee. That's this dark. And that, you go, oh, oh. So I, I take a sip before every take and go, oh, Ugh, beep and kind of amp myself up and go uh, 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 and then I'd be Inosuke so that that's my <laughs> trick it's that dark terrible coffee that just makes you angrier and angrier the more you drink and uh, every break I would refill another two ounces of it and uh, have that with me the whole time so, yeah wow. lots of fun <laughs> nice uh, we have um, Aria my, uh, Michelle in the chat asked uh, you've covered it a little bit, but if you have anything to add, is it hard for you to get into character because Inosuke's voice is very different than what you normally do? Yeah, you know, it it, it takes a little bit, it takes a little bit of work to make sure I'm I'm down and sounding gravelly and and mad and feral and crazy. Um, it's also a challenge for the engineers because I've found that I scream a little too loud for some of the microphones <laughs> and the equipment. I feel bad, like I'm breaking the I'm breaking the studio. I leave with the studio just destroyed. Um, so, so the positioning on the mic is pretty important, also because uh, some of those screams definitely had to do a couple times, um, <laughs> and they they don't want you screaming over and over and over and blowing your voice out. But um, after that first week of recording, I really got into the groove of the character and uh, felt like I could jump right back into that insanity with just a cup of really dark coffee that's all I needed um off of that a great other question said uh where'd it go oh um Yukiko Suzugawa says when there's a lot of yelling for Nosuke how do you keep the intensity without being one note yeah finding that that range and that that you know those ups and downs and peaks and valleys I think it's it's really a team effort so, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty conscious about where, where I am in my screaming, but 
there's also a director and producers that are that are part of the team. Uh, Steve Staley's great director, and he was really conscious about making sure that there was a lot of depth to the performance, and it just wasn't yelling right here the whole time. You know, there's there's moments where he is yelling like that, and then there's these like deep kind of beast breathing, those types of things also that round out the performance. Um, I just found that I was having a lot of fun. Uh, the, the other thing that's kind of unique about Inosuke is he's wearing this forehead the entire time. So you don't have to worry about hitting sync because mm. as we're recording, we're actually watching the show and we're talking as our characters are talking on screen. So I didn't have to hit lip flap. I just had to hit snout flap, the little <laughs> sounds of his mm. snout, which gave me a lot of freedom with the characters. So I found that a lot of the takes that they kept were just my first go. We kind of moved through it pretty quickly uh, once I got in the groove. And I, I found that I was just having a good time in there. I was just having a lot of fun. And, and that's when the character really came through. It definitely, I, definitely wasn't boring. Ah, <laughs> keep the pun. Ah, I, I like, I like the pun. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I'm about it. I know yeah. everyone else is like, no. <laughs> oh, I, I'm glad you had that one. I had another one leading of someone who's not very exciting, lovable. As Ollie touched upon, we get to meet Zenitsu at the beginning. Agatsuma, who's proposing to that girl, and he's like, marry me. He's this big crybaby and loud. Also, he can't understand his sparrow, but Tenjiro can. Mm -hmm. Ollie, tell us a little bit more how about how you feel about this guy. Yeah. Um, well, now knowing the other episode, I'm kind of way more interested. I'm like, okay, there's he has something to prove. Obviously, he survived, right? The the, the mm -hmm. Hunger Game kind of <laughs> ceremony from previous episodes. But um, yeah, it, it I feel like when the characters like this is introduced, they definitely have like a redemption arc or some kind of redemption storyline to kind of like show that they're not just this whiny, anxious character like Veronica brought up in the beginning. So, but obviously still very annoying, but I'm still here because we, we just got introduced to you and okay, I, I'm just gonna listen to your whining because I know you have something to prove basically. So that's how I was processing him in this first episode, episode 10. Episode 10, Bro oh, 11, 11. Uh, this was 11, Suzumi <laughs> Mansion. Uh, Veronica, what did you think of Zenitsu? Yeah, I mean, kind of what I said from the uh, at the top of the episode, I said he was a he's a very anxious boy. Um, I think that his whining it, it's funny because like at first when he was you know going doing his like little uh, rants and everything, I was like, oh, this is funny. Like this is meant for comic relief. I didn't realize how much he was going to keep doing it <laughs> um, right. until we get further yeah. into the episode. But he's still a very interesting character. And kind of like I said, what makes him so interesting is that, excuse me, so far we've really only been seeing Tanjiro as a demon slayer, like um, uh, Bryce. Uh, I've often, especially in the beginning of this uh, series, have kind of compared it to Attack on Titan, just in that, you know, they're living in a society where there are these creatures, in this case of demons, and you kind of have this uh, group of people who go out and kind of protect people. And that's the same with Attack on Titan. Um, however, in Attack on Titan, obviously, like everyone is kind of more driven to participate in their roles where at in this 
case uh, Zenitsu isn't. So that's why it was just always, the show is always interesting because it's like, okay, here are things that we've seen in other anime, but we're going to switch it up and make it different and so that it's not so obvious, which I really like. So um, Bryce, you mentioned you watched the show beforehand. What were your first thoughts on this character, this golden boy showing up? Yeah, I, the first thing I thought was, oh, I feel bad who to whoever is going <laughs> to speak English. Um, but I think Alex, uh, the English voice actor mm -hmm. for Zenitsu, did an incredible job. It is really difficult to do that kind of screaming, but also to do that and hit sync because his sync is out of control. It's, it's really difficult to do that. And I think he did a really incredible job. Um, and you know what? Just wait, give him a little more time. <laughs> he has some extremely cool moments in the show. And uh, I, I think he, he well makes up for all the screaming that might make you make you feel like you want to hit him a little bit. And don't worry, Inosuke <laughs> is going to hit him for you. He'll hit him a lot with his foot. That's like coming it. soon. No spoilers, but I'm going to kick him. There's a whole lot <laughs> of me just kicking him in the face. <laughs> it's good yeah. time. Ollie, I am with you 100%. Zenitsu is, mm, no offense, not my jam. I was like, <laughs> oh, man. I did like how in episode, though, 12, there's another level to him. Because if there wasn't, it really would have been like, okay, I'm out. I don't care. But that makes it like, oh, oh, okay, tell me more. Because he's just this crazy character that's just so, such high highs and low lows. And he's crying and yelling. And you're just like, okay, dude. I'm, I'm like Tandra watching him like, what's your problem? <laughs> um, so when they go, we get them at the mansion when they first go there. Oh, he has some special hearing, which I thought was interesting because we got Tandra with a special nose and now we have somebody else with special hearing. So I was like, Hmm, wonder what will come of this. Someone, I wonder if someone has some special taste coming up or a special touch. <laughs> I was, I was, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Right. No spoilers. We're entering spoiler territory. You'll just have to <laughs> your imagination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we meet this four two kids in that like body that comes flying out of the mansion. Ollie, what did you think of this? Of there's this crazy thing on the outside these poor kids are terrified and Tanjiro is like we're gonna go in oh yeah you saw that body fly out I'm like oh wow you don't see that every single day um but I think it, well I think was this episode 11 or 12 I'm getting them all mixed up I'm sorry but um just like this whole these two episodes were just a crazy like <laughs> the crazy ride that got me really emotionally invested but also it was a crazy juxtaposition with the comic relief and also these kids are being like we have to protect these kids and then we have these two new crazy characters and demons so it was just a lot to kind of take in but yet it consistently had my my uh, attention I was glued to the screen so it was crazy looking back I'm like wow they, a lot happened in these two episodes yes uh, also, we learn that Tanjiro has a couple broken bones, but it's like, it's cool, but Zenitsu's freaked out. He's like, why are you broken bones? Uh, so, Veronica, what did you think when we first learned that the Tsuzumi, the instruments, can change the rooms around? I thought it was so cool because, again, you know, and uh, to anyone who's tuned into our after show before, I talk a lot about lore when it comes to this series, just because 
demons, the demons of this show seem to be kind of a mishmash of all different types of like mythical lore, like vampires and ghouls and all that stuff. So once again, just seeing a demon kind of having some type of uniqueness about them there, you know, this one had a spiritual uh, supernatural powers and we kind of learn uh, what else there, what else is different about him. So it's just cool. I just like seeing the different types of lore, the different types of ways to make all of the demons different and the, just the, all of their special abilities. Absolutely. It's such a, almost a, just, um, almost gross seeing them in the skin and it pulled and the one on the back that we see later that gets cut off. He's uh, also, meet, uh, oh, I was also going to say, he's also a very mild demon if that makes sense like a lot of the demons obviously that uh tanjiro has encountered thus far have been you know you know all up in his business is is the way i'll say it but this one is just he's very mild he's just kind of like in his own head and he's like okay i'll attack and then he hits the suzumi so mm-hmm. but again even just the mannerisms and the personality is very interesting yeah i uh- He's, we'll get more into him because we learn a little bit more in the next episode. So the little boy is our Soichi and little girl Teriko. And when, oh, this is when they're going and they're, when Zenitsu and the young boy are kind of walking around. And I like that the kid calls Zenitsu out like, aren't you the one who's supposed to be more put together? And then that's when we get to meet Bryce's character. We get to meet Inosuke and comes barging out. Um, you talked a little bit about getting your voice into it. For you, Bryce, how much body posture do you do? Because your character is very physical. Yeah, I tell all the engineers, just mic me at my knees because I'm just like <laughs> hunched over like this. It's really difficult actually to not get your whole body into it. That's um, part of the challenge is to make it sound like there's a lot of movement and activity. And uh, he makes a lot of very weird noises also. I think in one of these episodes, he falls through the, the floor and he's just kind of laying there and he's just like, <laughs> like kind of like twitching on the ground. Um, but when he first appears, he kind of turns and looks back at the camera and like the steam comes out of his snout. Well, uh, I, Actually, when when this episode first premiered on Toonami, uh, I got together with a bunch of the actors, with uh, Zach, with Abby, with Alex, with Xanthi. Um, so it was it was a bunch of us that were in this episode. And right at that moment, I turned back at Alex, who plays Zenitsu, and just make that same face. Um, and I, I think he got it. It was like perfect timing that he was recording. So it's good times. Good times. Nice. Yeah. Anytime I, I walk into the studio and he's there, I'm just going to give him that look and blow smoke out of my uh, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Veronica, you're mentioning our pensive demon. He's, it's interesting. He starts talking about curses and you're like, oh, okay, tell me more. He's lost his prey. And that's when the room changes again. Also, um, I think Veronica, you're saying, knowing if, you know, say how he's connected to the demon slayers because he has those special swords. So it's like, hmm, hmm. This is very modified, but, you know, it's a special kind of sword. Uh, that leads us into episode 12. The boar bears its fangs. Zenitsu sleeps. 
How's it feel, Bryce? You get an episode name after you, essentially. <laughs> he finally gets to talk. I uh, I was cast as the character before they started recording the entire show, but I didn't really show up until episode 11, so I felt like I had to wait forever and forever and just hold that in. Um, so there was a, a lot of energy ready to be released for episode 12, um, and that's when I blew my voice out. So it was a good time. <laughs> You're too <Aww>. excited. <laughs> yes. Let it out a little too much right there at the top, but then we went back and picked some stuff up and it sounded great. All that black coffee was worth it for sure. <laughs> it was worth that it. trick right at the beginning. Um, and actually we recorded very early a preview of the show and it was before I really mm. set the voice. So if you go back and you listen to the trailer, I might sound a little different as you know, Skay, mm. than I actually did when I found the coffee trick. Mm. So, um, mm. that, so there's a, a little, little tidbit for you guys. Nice. Um, I think this might be the moment when we first, that when you said where he falls, because the room flips, um, we see how much Inosuke is extremely reckless and laughing and running around. He's having like a fun time, but then starts <laughs> attacking our boy Tanjiro. Tanjiro's like, why is he attacking me? Uh, but then Ollie, what do you think of? So they're fighting and then the demons just like not even really noticing them and just calling them insects. What do you think of that demon, Ollie? <laughs> I don't I'm like I was just surprised that the demon didn't seem as aggressive as some of the other mm -hmm. demons were accustomed to. I mean, there were others that wasn't the only demon in these two episodes that I remember, yeah. like that tongue demon. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I was just really curious as to why like it wasn't as I don't know. It was it was interesting. It was, it was interesting. <laughs> well, I think it would go with he's essentially depressed, which is interesting to see a demon that way because we learn um he's very upset and he's just not really focused at all on them and then when we get the backstory that little bit we get to see the eyeball a little bit of our lower moon six and we learn that he's looking for a marichi the reclaim his place on the 12 and their special rare blood uh, i i agree of um veronica and ollie how you were saying it's just such a different demon which throws more variety into the show instead of like they only do one thing and then boring uh and yes that tongue demon and the other one too uh this is oh actually that's when we learned about that we get the we learned there's three monsters demons in this house the one with the suzumi the kind of like i i don't know is it a woman i thought it was female but i wasn't sure the tongue um, one no not the tongue one the other one the very big one like the kind one of almost uh, pops up pretty quick. I was uh, like, yeah. is that a woman? It was a little, I, I wasn't sure. Good it question. Was a demon. Oh, it was a demon. <laughs> that one. Fair. It was a great target. That's all I yes. know. Yes, yes, fair. <laughs> uh, so that one definitely goes down fast. And we get to also see the creepy uh, tongue one when we meet back with Zenitsu. And this is that great moment that we we're talking about, Ollie noticed. So what did you think of he passes, then he passes out and suddenly magically essentially transforms into this amazing sleep fighter and the thunder breathing. And of course he doesn't remember it. So Ollie, how was that for you? I like that you said sleep fighter, just like street fighter, but um, you know. <laughs> yeah, it, what I thought it was awesome. But what struck me was that when he woke, woke up, he didn't recall anything and then he, he the boy I forget the little boy's name but um 
he was like, oh, you did this? You defeated the demon? And he's like, no, you did that while you were sleeping. So it seems like his power prediction territory is derived from him being asleep or unconscious or he needs to pass out in order to defeat demons. Um, but yeah, it definitely gets my predictions brain like kind of running and it, it definitely redeemed him for sure because I'm like okay yes so much more to offer than him crying and whining so it was it was definitely a good moment and also that demon needed to die with the tongue because it was oh, very yeah. creepy <laughs> uh Soichi is the little boy's name uh, Veronica what did you think of that moment where we get Zenitsu finally steps up to the plate and is way cooler than we could have expected well, you just said it. He was way cooler than we could have totally expected. No, I mean, it was, it was a great moment because, you know, it, this, this is our introduction to him. Uh, or this is our introduction to his character. And so far, you know, he's um, anxious. He goes on rants. He's very nervous. He's very scared. And that's kind of all we were seeing. And so to see, and it, it makes you wonder, how have you survived this for, you know, he went through the final selection, just like Tanjiro. It's like, how did you survive that? Like, was it, were you hiding? Were you actually fighting? Mm -hmm. And now we we finally learned the answer of like, okay, so there is something within him that comes out in a great time of need, which kind of, you know, reminds me of like being a Saiyan, you know, you become a super Saiyan when you absolutely, when originally, when you absolutely needed to. And there's all these other characters that kind of have the, have like an alternate side that comes out just naturally. And so it was really cool to see like, oh, okay. So this is how you've made it so far right yeah I, I think even the little boy is like how are you you know <laughs> you're you're an adult to the kid of like how are you still alive uh and then yes Bryce we get to your character of um we learned he'd been stuck there for three days and we see a little bit of the beast breathing yeah what was it like figuring out how that was supposed to sound or was that more from the subversion that you got the way the beast breathing goes yeah like um we we listened to the subversion and i was definitely inspired by matsuoka-san's performance but in nowhere are we trying to just copy it or just emulate it um but just become inspired by it and then create something that's you know it, it communicates the same thing, but is kind of my own performance. So for the beast breathing, it, it took a little time because that's definitely the deeper range of my voice. And to try to get the air coming through as I was kind of saying the words uh, mm. took, a, took a little bit of effort. And I, I just love how it sounded. Um, I kind of leaned in a little bit more. So you, you sound like you're, it sounds like it's right next to you. Um, so I, I, I love the way that that, turned out um and to kind of before we go from uh zenitsu i wish i could fall asleep and fight people or work out <laughs> when i'm sleeping like that would be amazing you just wake up and you're like why am i sore oh wow right. but i've definitely been working out last night um that would be cool i'd like yeah. that power. just go on autopilot you don't have to actually experience working out like i don't want to go on a run let me go to sleep and then i'll go on a run See, right. I want to like who doesn't want to be useful when they're sleeping like come on like kill yeah. two birds with one stone and with him he could like power his house and stuff like he doesn't need solar he just sleep <laughs> like charges the batteries the the like power walls at his house like that would be amazing <laughs> infinite possibilities for other techniques see uh, right <laughs> yes uh we get the kill guy flashback which is also 
we get to see some of the other attacks and right at the very end we have kind of the getting ready to fight for Tandra of him learning all the different forms of like okay left side means this right side means this belly means this and then we end the show loves our cliffhangers so we'll hold on to some predictions um but before that uh Bryce without spoiling it what has been your favorite scene of the show and if it hasn't happened yet do you recall how much further down the line it is there's some really good moments coming up. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, I'll just say this isn't the last time that Inosuke and Tanjiro are going to rough it up. Um, <laughs> so there, there's some scraps coming up between those guys. Um, there's just so many good moments between these three characters. Um, it's, it's hard to really nail it down to one. I know uh, I, I was laughing the most in a scene where I'm laughing a lot. Um, <laughs> he, it, this hasn't happened yet, but we find Inosuke is very flexible. Um, very, very flexible. Uh, so, and, and he lets out this really funny laugh during this one moment. Um, I, I think that that was one of my favorite um, times in the booth as Inosuke. And um, there's some good bloopers in that moment too. I won't tell you guys, I'll just wait and let them release them out into the world if uh, if they choose to. But they're really good. I'll let you guys use your imagination when you see that part. Good times. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have from the chat, Inosuke Harashibira says, what are your thoughts on the demons? So uh, what were maybe some of your favorite demons in the show? Oh, man, there's, there's so many good ones. Um, it's... It's hard to, again, like in a show like this, when they're constantly introducing more powerful things and then the characters rise to the occasion and there's more powerful mm -hmm. demons they rise to it again. Like it's, it's hard to nail it, like just narrow it down to one. Um, but, and again, spoiler territory. I was like, there's, a, hmm. there's a spider arc. That mm -hmm. whole spider arc has some really cool characters. Um, with some really cool powers and some really cool fights. So I, I think some of my favorite moments live in that kind of arc. That's coming up. Nice. Very cool. Um, any final questions from the rest of the panel for Bryce before we move into predictions? Well, I think we can agree the best demon is probably Nezuko. Like, I think that's the... <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say that. Uh, if, yes, unless, yes. unless Veronica has a question. Yes, I agree. <laughs> you agree. That's my question. <laughs> well, All right. Cool. Um, predictions. I'm, I'm just going to work out a little bit. I, <laughs> yeah. I, body. I, I hope you guys are all working out at home also on your right. bodies. Mm -hmm. it, it takes a, a lot of time and effort. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I'll just keep working uh, both sides evenly. Well, no, we're just enjoying the show. You know, it's a different mm -hmm. kind of program. Nice. <laughs> um, also, real quick, before we get into predictions, we'll talk um, really quick news. So um, you can go look up more information on them online. I personally had never heard of this studio, but was very excited to learn about. This is Japan's first Black-owned anime studio. Um, they're formed in 2016 by two brothers, Arthel and Darnell Isom. 
sorry if I mispronounced that, but you can look them up. It's DART, so D apostrophe A R T, and should geo S H T A J I O. Um, so go check them out. The art looks really cool. We'll post a link also in our ABTV anime Twitter page. Um, but I saw some people sharing articles about them, which is really cool to learn about because we all love anime and we like having all kinds of style of anime. So it's cool to learn about another studio. And just to kind of piggyback off of that, uh, Carrie, they they have quite a few of their own in-house productions that they've uh, partaken in, but they've also contributed key animations um, of an article that I read to like JoJo's and Tokyo Ghoul and uh, Overlord and One Piece. So, you know, they've they've definitely been around and have and their work has been uh, showcased in many shows that we know too. Nice. Thank you very much for adding. I like it. All right, so let's get some quick predictions. Ollie, you've been tapping on them a little bit of what you're thinking that's going to happen soon. So, Ollie, what are your predictions? <sighs> well, apparently, <laughs> I'm terrified because spiders are from spider demons are going to come. <laughs> <in fight. laughs> uh, spoiler. I hope you're not no, afraid. No, no, no. It's like that will be after you see these episodes. Uh, mm -hmm. The possibilities are endless, that's for sure. But it's cool because I think we kind of solidified like our uh like our, our trio kind of like in this mm -hmm. this last episode we just watched so i feel like they're gonna like join forces and it's gonna be like pokemon like we got ash misty and brock kind of no but mm -hmm. um it, I, it's cool that I, they're gonna defeat this demon you know like very simple but i just hope best girl nezuko has some great more moments to come too because that's my that's my that's my best girl so i'm excited though i'm yes. excited for these demons the spiders and all and more 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 uh boar head action that's for sure and snout wiggling yeah lots of more snout wiggling <laughs> veronica i love it <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i was um kind of piggyback off of what you're saying ollie with uh nice waiting... <laughs> there you go huh? piggyback. Oh, piggyback. <laughs> I didn't even notice I made a joke. Okay. Those are the best <laughs> ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but um, in regards to Nesco, I was kind of waiting to see when she was going to make her like right. entrance. Because, you know, I always love it mm -hmm. when Nesco enters the fight. Um, I'm sure she will. So we'll just have to wait and see. And also, I would really love to see her interactions with uh, Zenitsu. Just because, mm -hmm. you know, she's a demon, but she's so calm and so sweet and, you know, her heart's in the right place, mm -hmm. but he's just very anxious in general, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to demons. So very curious to see what their interactions will be like. And also her interaction with Inosuke, like he's so like on this level and she's just so quiet. <laughs> so like all these different characters, I love the anime, this anime because it has everyone, like everyone has a different personality and like archetype. So it's mm -hmm. interesting and they all interact like very, uh, differently with one another so it's very very diverse interactions levels of interactions that's for sure yes and i'm pretty sure we answer those questions very soon uh and learn more about a certain inosuke too shortly uh which is fun reveal what those are gonna be and i'm excited for you guys' predictions um bryce thank you so so much for joining us are you working on anything right now that you can let people know about? I know Sword Art had a delay and is coming out against, or is coming out soon. Yep. Uh, are there any other projects you're working on you want to share about? 
Um, it's always difficult. Like this, this is always a challenging question. Uh, what can I talk about? Um, well, uh, definitely recording from uh, the studio at my home, which is the fanciest closet in LA. Um, but it sounds amazing. Um, so you can check out a show that I recorded uh, a, a lot of the show from uh, my studio. It's called Doro Hidoro. Um, it's on Netflix, um, mm -hmm. a character named Fujita. It's super dark and crazy um, and, and really, really fun. Um, there's another show on Crunchyroll that I recorded entirely from home, um, My Next Life as a Villainous. Um, so check that one out. That one's really fun. And uh, wow, this is so tough. There's a lot of stuff kind of floating out there that we believe will be coming back very soon, like Sword Art, which we have a uh, release date now, but things like Attack on Titan, uh, Seven Deadly Sins. Well, I'm, I'm very hopeful that those things will come back very, very soon. So look out for those. And uh, a ton of other stuff that I just can't talk about, but I've definitely been yelling a lot. Um, and uh, on top of that, we know there's a Demon Slayer movie coming at some point. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, I cannot wait for that. And uh, I'll just keep working out to make sure I'm <laughs> nice and fit to play Nosuke again. I don't know if you guys no, noticed, yes. I did about a thousand of these. This is- yeah. Uh, <laughs> thousand and one, thousand and two. Yes, totally. With keep going. Now time yeah. for the other arm. Now the left arm. <laughs> this we is need to be balanced. My heavy yeah. day. My heavy weightlifting day. Uh, and then Bryce, any other final words on the show? Uh, working on Demon Slayer that you want to share before we wrap up? Uh, it's just an incredible anime. Uh, there's a reason why so many people are so excited about this one. The characters are awesome. The story is great. The performances in both Japanese and English are really incredible. Um, and the animation is so beautiful. Um, it, you'll get to a point in, um, uh, in an episode, ooh, I don't wanna tell you the exact one, <laughs> not ready for it. But when you see this scene, your mind will be blown. It's some of the most beautiful animation I've ever seen in an anime or in a cartoon. Um, so I, I really am excited about this show and I'm excited to see what happens in the movie and if there's more Demon Slayer coming. Nice, cool. And uh, where can people find you online? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Bryce Pappenbrook and Instagram at Bryce Pappenbrook. Wait, Ollie, where can people find you online? Hey guys, uh, you can find me online on Twitter and Instagram at Ollie Dreamer. And Veronica. Hey everyone, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's me, Veronica underscore B. And my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. And also go check out our Twitter for the show. It's ABTV Anime. We post a lot of press releases, uh, announcements and such, and link you to episodes like this. Again, thank you so, so much for everybody who watched us, joined in the live chat with the questions. It was so fun. If you're watching it later, please comment down below your thoughts on the episode. No spoilers, please. And make sure to give the video a thumbs up. Again, Bryce, thank you so much for joining us. It was so much fun. So many laughs. Exactly. <laughs> it was fun to hear your, yeah. <laughs> nice. Thank you for All having right. me. Yay, cool. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us again. And we will see you next time. Sayonara. See you guys. 
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.